welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It's design challenge time, but this time the queens of the Philippines are serving drama as they battle their rival girl groups in a who wore it better holiday edition. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Philippines 2, and joining me is someone whose favorite holiday is 420, Scout Sonner! Did I nail it? Is that your favorite holiday? No, I like Christmas more. Oh my god, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I love Christmas. You like when your chestnuts are roasted on an open fire? Something like that yeah something like that um i don't even know what i've said on the podcast anymore as far as drag news of the week but i don't think i've said it last time we talked about the philippines the cast of drag race germany is revealed did you take a look at them yeah i did i was gonna say something in german that i remembered i don't know german so das boot uh schadenfreude yeah guten tag listen i just you'll y'all will get to listen to my um drag race brazil preview later um boy am i not well versed in portuguese and i'm not well versed in german and it's gonna be a journey friends. you'll figure it out i'll figure it out you'll it's it's there. the pronunciations of the words that are just not phonetically drag race holland then i did i got through that one um that's way, you know dutch is way more fake of it and i got through uh sweden so we'll see we'll figure it out spheres Speaking of pronunciations, I apologize. I'm going to get better. Duolingo. Let's just all at them and get me some sponsorship. What about Duolipa? Duolipa. We love her. Um, as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality video characters. It's presented to us the reality television production. We should know the other thing a television show wants to see. We react to what's presented. You see, real people got an opportunity to go on television and share their graphics. They also want to tell them to discuss. We're still on the podcast. It's brand new. Discuss reality television show. Okay. Drag Race Philippines. Um, we had two episodes of half casts very much like season six and you're you're laughing at my little speechy there um that was like the commercials where they fast forward the person's voice but you didn't even need that i didn't even need 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 to hit the 2x button i don't even want to know what it sounds like on 2x i'm sure someone's done it for shits and giggles but i listen to all my podcasts on (laughs) 1.25 did you listen to Bush and think, oh my god, this is better than Papa Fate. No. Did you think that maybe they shouldn't have done the two split premieres? And it was weird. And, yeah, I think they need another week or two. I, always, I also think girl group. Yeah, I also think it's, I don't know. I think it sucks when they do split premieres and then like actually like send the girls home. I think. I agree. Um, I think Astrid was so sweet and beautiful and kind. Nicole was very sweet and kind. We're never going to see them ever again, right? No. No. On that first out season, that on Drag Race Philippines All Stars Nine first outs. There it is. Uh, But Prince, I want to see Prince. Prince can come back anytime. Put 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 Prince on a verse the world. That actually would be good. I can't raise the dead, so 
No. Oh, wait, you meant, oh, you. Oh, oh, yeah, no. The shoe. All right, let's go through this. Um, The standoff is over. The queens will embrace. A cast of 12 is now 10, but they are whole. We will see Bernie call someone a motherfucker. I'm assuming it was Cat Cat, but more on that momentarily. Speaking of Cat Cat, uh, she is in the house, and Didi Marie Holiday has some feelings on the situation. Cat Cat will give her a big hug, but you can tell that she was not ready for a warm embrace. Didi knows the fangs and the claws and the dragon scales will come out. Scout, who would be the cat cat to your Didi if you got onto Drag Race? I'm pleading the whatever, the fifth? Is it the fifth? Oh, ooh, you there's a name out there, isn't there? No, no, I don't. I'm just I'm just isn't it cool enough? I don't like to implicate my uh <laughs> Uh, is it Amanda no, Pork? much better at drag than me. <laughs> no, that's fair. Is it Amanda Pork? The same goes for Amanda too. <laughs> I'm like a, I do drag seasonally. It's true. The queens gather at the table and they know. Let the oldies have it out. It's the drama they wanted and what we deserve to watch. Varushka from Hong Kong will cue the villain music because she is what a shit stir. Someone's got to do it. Um. Are you kind of like Varushka when it comes to social media? No, I don't. I don't stir anything. I don't stir any pots. No, you don't I drop mean, little like little a feelets. I mean, I'll, I'll stir pots, you know, in like in my like close friends or like my oh, circle, okay. Twitter circle, you know. But no, I don't even. No, I do. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, maybe well. a little. Yeah. Hmm. Dee Dee is ready for the reading challenge now, and Ovi just wants popcorn. Same, sis. We are going to have this really awkward moment where one group is like, so who lip sync for the win? And the other group is like, no, it was for your life. And Tani's just like, really bad at lying. Like, really, really bad at lying. Yeah, I was like, it just, it was a weird, it was a weird setup. I was like, I I guess, I guess if you want to like fuck with them, why not? But then like, she didn't follow through with it with like uh, any sort of convincing behavior. Exactly. Now, Didi yeah. will share that Ashton Mercury was sent home and that poor girl had that sobbing fit shown on television once again. Is that going to be her legacy? Uh-huh. Poor girl. Not going to have anything else. Didi will sh- also share that Hannah Beshi sent her home and Peep Varushka holding up the cup of noodles. I don't know if it was shade or not, but I do not trust Miss Varushka. Well, yeah, no. No, I'm right there with Cat- Cat Cat says that Arizona won from their side, and it will be Miss Hong Kong who has eyes that are clearly the best in Asia as she notices Arizona's rubage. Now, since they don't have a person to place against Arizona in their charade, Cat Cat says, no, we were joking. This just wasn't funny. It was real. Did they plan this or was this tiny just going rogue? Maybe maybe it was like a th- in the moment. She was like, oh, this will be funny. I'm going to do it. And then like it didn't land. And she was like, ruh Speaking of Tiny, uh, please clock her searching for Nicole Pardo's name like she already forgot the bitch she knocked out. Poor girls. Poor girls. Oh my god. Do you you think they're going to have the legacy of Magnolia Crawford and Kelly Mantle? (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's see that's the thing is like that's and that's the that's what i think of when i like when i think of like i, I feel like you should at least let the girls go back in and compete against everyone <laughs> but yeah. Dini will clarify that tiny sent her packing and then um says that's her girl we were having a fun time until varushka gets bored and wants to start up the cat cat drama again she allegedly has tea about her 
And I'm like, it is the end of the day, homegirl. Go get some rest, then go restart it. <laughs> Miss Jade So is ready for the DD and Cat Cat rivalry and peep those sunnies she's wearing. Um, how does she even see in those sunglass no thingies? Uh, I would like a, to point out that a, with a prayer. Um dear friend of the podcast, Miss OG Fag, admitted that she has the same pair of sunglasses. Oh, that's funny. I can see <laughs> it. Makes it. sense, I can right? See it. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, it's a new day, and we are really going to hammer home the girl group in this episode as the Pat Girls enter first as they are followed by Boulevu. And I'm not sure that's actually their name, but I will make it easier because it sounds better in hashtag ABBA. Right. They did say Boulevu. It was not the whole full name. Boulevu. The Kiss of Death line this week goes to Tiny Deluxe, who is excited for the new day in the workroom and to have finally met their rivals, the top 10. Do you think Astrid and Nicole will ever meet? Do you think they even know that each other exists? Uh, they, they probably shared a van to the airport. Maybe, probably. Now that they're all out of drag, it's time to meet each other properly and really scope out who's going to fuck who. And guess who starts <laughs> us off? It's Veruska Levels from, you guessed it, Hong Kong. But she will take a moment to say that she is originally from Cebu. She wants to feel authentic. Right. Well, something. Like, what's her name on Italia? Which one? The one from New York. Oh, oh, Joffrey. Joffrey. Yeah. Well, something that Verushka will say will get Arizona going, and the flirt mance is on. Verushka likes that she was so nice and cute and giggling and looking at her. And if any of you fuckers at me and say that's how I get when I see a twink Miley into me, you're right. Right. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. how it works. But it was the kiss on the cheek that got me. Like I would never consent first. <laughs> but what made me Wild what makes there. this whole moment is Arizona admitting that this happens to her often. Bitch, good for you. Not a twink getting right. attention. Right. <laughs> Did that happen to you back in your single days? Oh yeah. All the yeah. time. Bernie will say that everyone probably knows who she is. We have Hanabeshi from CDO, Didi Marie Holiday, who says Daddy by day, Didi by night, OV from who has a mustache. Please tell me how she just got out of drag yesterday. Also, what was that hat she was wearing? No idea. On the other side of the table, we have All Hail Miss Jade, full of Contenas. Matilda from QC, Tiny Deluxe, will start to introduce herself until DD is like, okay, next. Tani will not have any of that and tells grandma to shut up. And he, there we have it. Dee Dee is Tiny's grandma. Finishing up, we have Arizona Brandy, who is still just excited to drink. Is it a brand or is it alcoholism? <laughs> Why can't it be both? You're right. Also, Dee Dee says she's from the cheapest bars in town. Can't wait for that to develop. Right. I was like, oh, all right. And finally, it's the devil in disguise. Say what you want. They already know her. It's Captivating Cat Cat. Now, of this 10, who are your faves? Um, I like Cat Cat. I like uh, Jade is... Mm-hmm. She just, she's so funny. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. I don't think she realizes that, but she is. Now, what about you? Oh, I, Arizona Brandy, hashtag team Arizona oh, Brandy forever, yeah, ever, yeah, and ever. Yeah. 
love now, yeah, that's fair. Cat Cat doesn't know anything about the others, so she doesn't give a fuck. And please note that her age on her lower third still says TBA. So block talk tea time pin for anyone who still spills the tea first. I need the age of this bitch. She just never gave it to them. She She's like, you do not get my birth certificate. She probably gave them a birth certificate with one year on it and a passport with another year on it. <laughs> probably. Now, Dee Dee will pick up from the mess that Varushka left and ask her what problems she had with Cat Cat. And she's like, I don't have any. She will say that because she's not from here, because she's from where? Hong Kong. That someone told her apparently there are issues with Cat Cat and she just wants to know. Same here. Guess we're going to have to, I don't know, wait for later. Allegedly, Cat Cat is a bitch and verbally abused people. Welcome to drag, mama. Welcome to drag. Don't you worry. Wait till I'm talked. We'll really talk about verbal abuse. Mm. Cat Cat <laughs> is like, so you heard some tales about me. And when she figures out that she might be the talk of the town in Hong Kong, I think she likes being discussed. No press is bad press. <laughs> talking about me, people. Now, Cat Cat in confessional is wondering... Is Dee Dee making up stories about them? But we all know that's not a fact. And we also know that she knows that Varushka is a pot stirrer. Um, If you haven't guessed, we're getting a lot of like circles here. We're saying the same things over and over again because we're really starting to establish character traits. Yeah. Um, I love shit stirrers on the show, except for Varushka. She's the one that I'm like, no, I don't like you. <laughs> The alarm sounds, and the room messages lack all emotion. I feel like this one was recorded at the end of the day, and they were just like, say this one she in case we have tired. to use it. And then in filming, they're like, fuck, we need to use this one. There was just no life between, behind her eyes. tired. She was exhausted. She said, I can only film so many of these in one day. And it's not like she's ever going to see this, so they're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Mama Pow arrives in what I will call prison chic. An orange jumpsuit with distressed and cut up it denim because the else. inmates were what? Having a fashion show. It was she walked in on something. That was like orange bell bottoms. Yeah. And denim. It was quite it was certainly an outfit. You wouldn't wear it? I probably would. It was just I'm not saying I have good taste. Mama Powell introduced the pup girls to Vlongla Vu. And you know she stayed up all night trying to say that name and cursing them for even picking it. Right. Oh my god. That was a lot. For this week's mini challenge, they will prove that age is just a number as they will transform into dancing Lolas in our Lola Palooza dance newspaper dance extravaganza. Now we will learn that this is a common game that is played at various parties, and Matilda is a champion at it. More on that soon. Right. They will pair up and have 15 minutes to get into dra Grandma Dragon. And they'll play the newspaper dance. How would you do in this challenge? Um, I it was, I was, it took me a minute to figure out what was even going on. Yes. So there's but dancing. I think, I think I'd be. I think I'd be fun. I think. I think. So there's dancing, and then you, when well. the music stops, you got to get on the newspaper. And if yeah. you can't stay on it, you lose. Yeah, I think I could. I think it last long enough. I don't think I would have been the winner, but... Great. Next time in D.C., we're going to test it out. Oh, no. <laughs> now, we're going to have some varying examples of Glamour Granny, including Miss Jade So, with the white-out lenses turning into a corpse. I mean, it's a way to go. It was certainly something. Cat Cat thinks it's funny that this is how she'll look when she's old, but to be fair, she could be that old now. We don't know. I have no idea. No idea. We don't know. 
OV is giving Ghost Granny and the nerve of this bitch to call out Verushka for the opening of her dress, and she can't even close her own. I love the hypocrisy that is drag. It keeps us humble. Love All right, our, our pairs are Lola Matilda and Lola Miss Jade So with Dildo. Um, can you explain that? Do you think she died by Dildo? <laughs> Just, I'm sure someone's done it before, so. Lola Arizona Brandy and Lola Verushka Levels, who is not wearing a wig, just hair dye. Lola Bernie and Lola OV Cunt. Lola Tana Deluxe and Lola Captivating Cat Cat. And Lola Hanabashi and Lola Didi Marie Holiday. And Tiny can't see the difference between Didi and Lola Dragon out. The shade. The shade. The music starts, and they're dancing to Sissy That Walk because music rights. Right. The music stops. They have on the newspaper. They're still in. They will now fold the newspaper in half. The music starts again, and it's really Miss Jade so bouncing that dildo for me in the boobies. Um, but as the music stops, we will see that a foot touches the ground over with Arizona Verushka, and you can just sense that sexual tension. Uh, Verushka is going to snap that twink in half. <laughs> like Listen, she's got muscles. She, she's got some muscles. Sure, a little bit. We have our next round, and with that um, paper smaller, Cat Cat is going to literally try to climb Tiny, but it is no use. They are out. Um, I feel like that's what would happen if you, Lola Scout and Lola Seraphim, were doing it together. <laughs> right. We begin again, right. and now we have some granny death drops, but this round we will see the loss of Didi and Hannah and uh, Bernie and OV. The winners are Miss Jade So and Matilda, right? Wrong. We are going to play again. They will now go head and head, head to head, and try to stand on a tiny little napkin-sized paper as they dance to Call Me Mother. No, 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 no. Matilda will hang on and win. The sweet taste of victory goes to Lola Matilda, who wins 20,000 pesos courtesy of Aura Chocolate, an internationally awarded, sustainably sourced, proudly Filipino chocolate brand. I've never had them, but I would like to. Someone please send me some. Right. Can they send us some? I love chocolate. What's your favorite kind of chocolate? How are you listening? I like dark chocolate. Dark chocolate? That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, me too. That's probably my favorite. Um, Precious, if you're listening, send it to me. I love you. Kiss you. Matilda will have power in the maxi challenge as this is now her second mini challenge win. Um, let, let's have the uh, Lucy LaDuca math of it all. Do these count? They do if you say they do. You get delusional <laughs> enough and they count for whatever, they, whatever you want them to. It's true. Well, it is time to celebrate all as the Filipinos up. do. In this week's Maxi Challenge, Mama Pow says that they have more holidays than the number of times they have washed their stockings. Ew. Do you wash your stockings in tights? No. Uh, why would I Ew. do Yes, of course I do. Yes. No, I do. I do. Mama Pow summons the pit crew who cart out some holiday boxes, but really the tall one. I will take him. Damn, that was a handsome man. Yeah. They were. They looked wonderful. For the Maxi Challenge, each box has a corresponding holiday. We have Halloween, Valentine's, birthday, Christmas, and Fiesta. Uh, we don't have Fiesta here. What is Fiesta? Maybe just, uh, you know, 
fast. When you want one, just just a party, you know? Okay, that's what we'll go Why with. not? Each girl from each group will pair up and they will use the materials in the box to make a stunning uh, runway-worthy look. Please remember those words when we discuss the looks because I think Mama Power forgot that part, but we'll get to it. Oy. Matilda will pair the queens and decide which box goes to which. She will select OV as her partner and they will do Halloween. Arizona and Verushka will get birthday. Cat Cat and Dee Dee get paired and I live. Matilda knows how to make television. Oh, yeah. get valentine's miss jade and bernie will have christmas and that leaves the bottom girls tiny and hannah with fiesta which box would you want scout um i probably birthday birthday fiesta maybe actually no fiesta seemed like it was it had some nice things in it i just no, think Mama like Power. i don't know halloween and christmas seem like they were they would have been too like which i don't know i guess maybe like they all went over the top, so... I if guess. you know how to make it work, you can make the challenge work for you. Yeah. Now Mama Pal's like, wait, there is more. Before you were allies, now you're with your rival. This is the challenge we saw on Drag Race UK 2. Yeah. I love it. I'm here for it. It's fun. Yeah. It's a good little twist on design. Do you think that Matilda would have made different pairings had she known that fact? Probably. Definitely wouldn't have picked Ovi and definitely wouldn't have picked Halloween. Yeah, she wouldn't have picked like the spooky girl and the Halloween box. One will be on top, the other will be on bottom. The judges will choose who wore it better. The queens race for their boxes and now knowing they have to compete against their partner, it is a battle to get the best goodies inside. It is an utter mess in this workroom. Um, But peep Ovi cunt just wrapped in fabric on the floor. Yeah, she she was. <clears throat> of course, Miss Hong Kong is a fan of this challenge because, in a shock to no one, she was a designer at some point in her life. Oh, wow. She shares that before she moved abroad, she was a designer in Qatar. Qatar. Which one is it? Because I've now heard both. I don't know. She said Qatar. Okay. Then she worked in makeup and she has worked with celebrities, including Beyonce and Katy Perry. Now, when she worked with them, do you think that she was in the same room as someone else was working with them? Or do you think she like actually applied makeup to their face? Mm. Someone spilled the tea. I need to know. Yeah, I don't know. Now it is time to find out who can. sew. roll call Tanabashi. That's that. No one else knows. Right. They're all just like, ah. when are future drag race contestants going to get the fact that if you do not know how to sew you are not going to excel at this fucking challenge yeah and it's i don't know it's one of those things that you probably like you shouldn't just like hope you're gonna get through it safe you should be like you should have at least like a foundational like i can make something right she tells us that in their drag community in CDO, they sew all their own outfits as there aren't many resources available. Probably no spandex house. Probably not. We learned that Hannah is the drag mother of her house, mother of the house of La Fea. Tiny Deluxe is overwhelmed with all her fabric. She says some for Ati Atan Festival and Abaca, which is a Manila hemp. But we don't care about any of this. Let's check in with Cat Cat, who's already starting. And of right. course, that's not sitting well with Miss Dee Dee. How would you, you don't have to name names, but how would you do if your biggest rival was in the workroom with you? Um, 
I, you know, I think, I think I'm the type of person who like, I don't, I don't hate anyone so much that I couldn't sit there and be like, listen, we can just make a TV, you know, like right. it's like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I know I can lean, I can steer into the skid and be like, oh, well, we're here for a reason. Like, right. Let's, let's, let's make a TV, you know, like let's be characters. Why not? So. Cat, cat, she don't know the design. She doesn't sketch. It's all her mind. Good for her. Good for you, girl. Good for her. <laughs> Meanwhile, Didi has a blank page, which Cat Cat loves. Of course, we will get a jab from Didi, who says it's so empty, just like Cat Cat's like heart. heart. Y'all, oh, I need God. tea. Like, not the lukewarm tea. I need to know the persons, places, and things that made this duo rivals. Cat Cat believes she can outshine Didi, as when she started drag, she was already making her own costumes. Her mom had a machine with a pedal when she was a kid. Didi cannot let Cat Cat win against her, as she will never hear the end of it. That's you. I know, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. I know what it means to be like motivated by spite. So, um, remember when you won that one competition that one time? <sighs> Still was quite a bit of preparation. Of yeah, on my part. Thank you very Varush- much. Varushka will ask her for her body. Um, will she be doing a swimsuit? Oh, never mind. Let's go back for a second. Now, Arizona's going to look around the room and think that the other queen's designs are not as clean as hers. Why? Because there's literally nothing there. She hasn't put anything on. So Varushka will ask her for her body. Will she be doing a swimsuit or corset? And Arizona's like, yes. She has no idea. Varushka, who still has gray hair, Diane, will pick up the corset and be like, you can sick shit to this. Sure. Varushka will claim she tried to help Arizona at least three times. She thinks Arizona was just playing around, because how can she help someone who's not serious? Cut to Arizona being like, he did try to help me, but I didn't fall because the ideas were terrible. terrible. ideas. I love this dynamic. Yeah, that bitch tried to help me, and she tried to help me go to the bottom. But listen, a twink just teasing with attention to the person who's crushing on them? Have you ever been there before? No, I don't. Have I ever been there before? Yes. Yes, I, I have. Hashtag ghost boy. <gasps> Twink, stop doing it. Stop hurting us. No. <laughs> All right, the door's going to open as Mama Pow is here for a very fascinating walkthrough. And she's not alone. She has a special guest judge, fashion icon, trendsetter, Miss Tessa Prieto. Friends, it's the Filipino Betsy Johnson. Right. As she walked in, I was like, oh, she was. This lady is wild. She has a point of view. More is more. Yeah. Um, so. you are not a more is more person. Me? No. I, eh, it just depends on what we're talking about. Like I have like fifty thousand frames on my wall. Right. Well, you you are a. I put a shirt on. Let's call it a day. In my in my in in my everyday life, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What was that fascinator and the necklace and everything? I mean, listen, her spirit, it was in the right place. Just her her taste is not there. It was, it's definitely one of those things where she brought like she brought like se- seven outfits. And then before she went into the workroom, she like had decided on like three of them and then just mashed them all together. And yeah. was, like, it's going to yeah. work. It's going to work. It's going to be fine. First, let's have a chat with O.V. Cunt. Upon introduction, Tessa will tell her she loves her name. Of course she does. OV shares that she is the Halloween queen as that's her aesthetic, so she is trying to make sure that she can elevate her look even more as she's already the spook queen. She says she will be using romanticism, and Mama Pow is like, fuck off, I don't care. What materials are you using? 
And Ovi will show her lots of recycled material, including tulle and garland, but she is trying not to look like a piñata. She wants to look expansive. Right. Tessa's here for the glam Halloween idea. She will also share that she is using fabric to drape from the navel, and Mama Pow is like, based on all of this, you're just using fabric. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What's wrong with that? Right. She's like, oh, you're only using fabric? And I was like, it's a garment. Right. Well, Ovi will be <laughs> like, I generally have to what I make my out. garments out of. <laughs> um, Tessa will point out to the mound of stuff and ask if she's using all of it. And Ovi is like, so yeah, that's my problem. I have a lot of other ideas. And Tessa's like, I cannot advise you as more is more. Why is she there then? I know, right? I was like, if, I mean, is that what you're trying to get them to go for? Because if it is. Yes, wrong person to advise. Ovi will be like, if I get scolded, I'm saying more is more. And baby, will she ever get scolded and throw that back into their faces? Now, Miss Tessa will earn her best guest judge nomination for this comment when she says more is more in everything, including sex. Sex. This lady must be a freak in the sheets. Probably. Before they go, Mama Pal is like, so, more is more, but you have to edit. So why is Mama Pal letting this lady influence her children? Sabotage, I do think. Right. Next, it's time to visit Verushka and leave it to Miss Hong Kong, who will say that her look will be the hardest. She says her box didn't have fabric, just paper and plastic. She shows her that inside will be a bra with all the colors and then boots. She wants a cape with a grand reveal. And I'm like, you going commando? Where's the panty? Right. And Mama Pal's like, yeah, so make a dress. And Tessa's like, don't make it look like a high school project. And I was sure in this moment that's what was going to happen. But boy, was I wrong. Oh, sure. We'll talk to it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Let's shout Tiny Deluxe, who is ready to have a happy fiesta. Mama Pal will literally lift up Tiny's material and say it's beautiful. So what changed from now until the runway? Mama Pow, you are fucking confusing me in this episode. She's probably confusing herself. Tiny says that when she saw the box earlier, she grabbed what she thought would give her structure and accentuate her curves. Now Mama Pow will ask if it gives off the festive vibe because apparently that has to be present, not just using the box materials like we do on every other fucking franchise. Tiny says we'll be colorful as she'll be using woven fans. And Tiny Deluxe is a liar. Tiny is pretty sure that she's going to be in the bottom as she is a creative person, is not going to be in the bottom because she's a creative person and knows what looks good and what does not look good. That is our kiss of death line number two, baby. Right. Do you watch the show and know what's going to happen simply based on who gets what? I can, I can start, I can get, I can start to make pretty educated guesses. Have you gotten that way on Survivor now too? Um, it, yeah, yeah, aren't you glad that Big Brother's live so we can't have that terrible edit? I know, right? It's like, well, I could I could go on about Big Brother right now, but we're a different show. It's Felicia, Mama Pell will remind the queens and us that this is a one day challenge. Now, I gotta say, isn't that just like right. a little cruel and unusual? Like, why? Right. How dare they? You can barely put something together in less than 12 hours, and they probably had, like, what? Six hours? I know. It's so... Ugh. What could That's you do like in six thing... hours? 
that so i mean like that's the thing is like i can make something in six hours sure but that's like if i have everything laid out in front of me and it's already like designed and the pieces are already at least like you know it's like if i have like every like sure i can put something together in six hours but i can't like ideate sketch make decisions Cut. And it's crazy because on Drag Race Mexico, uh, when Jam Jam was on with me, it was a design challenge. And the two of us were like, we're not seeing them design anything. Do they actually do it? And they come out with these stunning looks. I think production helped them there. Help them out here. Because if you want your looks to be reminiscent of the float boats on Drag Race Season 4, you got your wish. <laughs> Those things were terrible. Boats. Is it possible that Drag Race Philippines has only seen season four of drag race because of jiggly they also watched all star six that's true that's true that's true there's a the first the first two episodes mama pow and tess are out let's see them later hours seem to have gone as the girls will start to put on the elements of their looks and well there's a lot of hot glue gun going on in this workroom <clears throat> right how are you with the hot glue gun i'm great with the hot glue gun i've made i've made i've made drag competition challenge winning outfits with a hot glue gun um do you have an arts and crafts badge um from your scout days i have we i have multiple i had i got multiple merit badges from our handicraft lodge thank you yeah i bet like you do. pottery sculpture basketry can i art, ask what you made out of pottery uh is it a bong no you have to make like an animal you can make an animal bong. I think I need. I think I need a crocodile. Nice. All right. All right. Let's check in with the biggest rivals in the room. Dee Dee will tell us that she saw Cat Cat almost finished with her look. Dee Dee was trying on her look. She saw Cat Cat glancing at her, and then all of a sudden, Cat Cat was making a back dress as well. Someone is stealing ideas. Right. Cat Cat, what are you gonna say? Well, she says, "No way, bitch is outshining her. She's making a back dress too." Um. Wild. Why would you do that? Why would you like in the workroom right in front of your competition? The only competition you have, mind you. Sabotage. This was complete sabotage from on both of them. It was nasty. How about our never gonna be lovers? Well, Arizona is feeling threatened by Varushka as her dress is so big. Ovi will tell us the tea. It's not her style, nor mine. It's very busy. I'd go as far as say tacky. But we'll save that for the critiques to see if they agree that Verushka's look is tacky. Verushka doesn't want to be called out by Ovi for the open back, so she's finishing it. Remember Ovi earlier this episode didn't finish her look? Didn't have a back right. Verushka thinks Ovi is walking around super confident, thinking it's Galeano Dior, but Miss Hong Kong thinks it's an oh no. She thinks it's lacking is taste. She'll say it, and it will be said later. It's fucking trash. It's fucking trash. Do you want that on a t-shirt? Sure, why not? Love a good graphic to you. OV is having Verushka tie the back of her look. Um, she's like, ain't gonna be removing this. Um, it really was a one-day challenge. Quick. They said I uh, we they said we have the studio for a certain number of days and there's literally because right after us. Because both of the um girl group challenges were done in a day as well. This is insane this is filming. The, this is the this is the UK three was filmed in 
12 days. Literally. But listen, I will go and die on this hill. The uh, um, ball challenge on that season was excellent where they had to do the, um, the, the, the uh, charity shop look. I thought that was brilliant. It was a oh, styling the challenge. quick one. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, do more styling challenges. That's the good test here. Since we're not going to get an authentic elimination day, it's time to get a backstory for the mouth of Miss Hanabeshi. Remember her? Matilda will chat with her and ask if her family knows she does drag. Hannah says that people at home know she's gay, but they don't know she does drag. Rather, it's an open secret that she does drag. There's no asking about her outfit. Hannah came out to her mom via letter first. She handed it to her right before she went off to school. When she came home that night, she noticed her mom didn't give her the usual affectionate kiss. She avoided her, and it really hurt her. They didn't talk for a month. Hannah went drinking for a birthday, and she was so drunk that her mom had to pick her up. When they got home, she was about to be spanked with a sliver, but gave her a mouthful. It was so dramatic. Hannah says that her entire life, all she tried to do was please her parents and excel in school. She says the diploma for gay people is to do everything just to feel accepted. You want them to be proud of you. She thinks that while she is their problem, slowly but surely they are accepting her. She says it's more important for her that they accept her. She has nothing to hide despite having to hide. She shares that her drag items are in fact hidden underneath her bed. That's a it's a sad story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. an international story because I feel like that's not uh, uh, just to her. I feel like people all over the world have to deal with something like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, did you come out via letter? No, I just told my mom, and she's like, "Duh, I have eyes." Yeah, and she's, ears. Like, oh. she's like, "All right." <laughs> did you have to come out that you were a drag queen too? Mm, no, not really. She's like, I, I just told, told, told my mom. Yeah, I just told my mom I was doing drag. She's Is like, it because hey, she knew you were making love to so many drag artists? Oh. You know, that's what happens. I mean, get ready. Your boyfriend's going to be a drag queen soon, too. Not if I can help it. <laughs> You're stopping that? You're putting a whole a prevention? Uh-huh. Drag's full. One in, one out. All right, Matilda will reveal to Hannah that her teacher is the one that outed her in high school. She snitched to her parents. She had flunked something, and when it was on the report card distribution day, the teacher told her mom that she parades around the class using the curtains as skirts. On the way home, she was asked if it was true, and she couldn't say anything as she was just a kid. Ever since that day, she has grown distant from her family. She says it's hard as you want to be close to your family, but she can't seem to do it as she feels ashamed. She doesn't know if she'll if they'll accept her or not, so for now, she has distanced herself. She has carried it since her early adult life. Hannah feels for Matilda because they share similar stories. And Hannah yeah. wishes is that if other kids feel that way, she doesn't want them to happen. No one has the right to out someone. If they aren't ready, you have to respect that. Matilda hopes that after this, she can talk to her parents. Uh, Matilda's story, uh, again... That's something that's probably happening all over America now with some right. of these fucking Bury laws. Very that. That's exactly what I was thinking. How do we talk to these people to let them know that it's actually more traumatic and damaging to out a student to their parents? Listen, my suggestions would get me on a list. So let me just. We're going to keep those quiet then, just like who your rival is. <laughs> It's it, we we gotta do we gotta make it better, people. Uh. 
after that touching moment, Cat Cat, who was sitting at the edge of the table the entire time, is like, I knew you were straight just to get on the show. Uh, the Maddie Morphosis effect. <laughs> it's time for makeup, and this will be the time to learn more about Miss Cat Cat and Miss Dee Dee. Tani wants to know how it all started. Well, Dee Dee says that she has worked with Cat Cat the longest amongst the girls and says, that when you work with queens with a very diva personality, and you are also a diva, there will be claws and fangs. Cat Cat says they fought a lot. She says their last fight was the worst. And I'm like, okay, what ha- happened? Right. What, what was the fight? Well, they had an altercation with a walkout, and Dee Dee says she didn't want to be part of the show anymore. Cat Cat says that was after Dee Dee made all the bitter comments and social media posts. Where are the receipts? Right. Production. I want the screenshots. Give like, them to put me. them on the side of the screen. They have to exist out there, right? Somewhere. Gotta be somewhere. Someone's got them. Well, Cat Cat says she was throwing shade, and Dee Dee says she wasn't. Then Cat Cat's like, oh, so it was a direct message for me. And Dee Dee says that they were uh, her thoughts about her. And I'm like, just spill more. What were the specific right. words? Like, if you're really yeah, asking, give me everything. Tell me everything. We're going to move over to Ovi, who will talk about Drag Playhouse, as it is a lot of pressure for her, obviously referring to her Drag Playhouse sisters, Prince Marina Summers and Eva LaQueen. Eva LaQueen. Arizona says she doesn't have a house, but she is representing Rapture Royalties. They're just a bunch of crazies who got together. Arizona tells us the reason why she wants to represent this cabal drag scene because she knows how it feels to be a local queen where you're not famous even though you've been doing drag for so long. Um, is that what it's like to be Tatiana? <laughs> Kidding! We love her. She's the only famous she's queen to ever come out of DC. We're literally she's the only girl. and she's, She doesn't even live in DC. She lives in Virginia. Why does RuPaul hate the District of Columbia? It's because Capital Pride stiffed her. Really? And like like 13 years ago. They like didn't she they booked her for Pride and they didn't they didn't pay her on time. Wow. Okay. Arizona will show Ovi a picture of her girls as they are her chosen family. Arizona's winter edit will continue as she says the reason why she joined the show, <laughs> not only to win, but that the bigger goal isn't about her, but her girls who will be there throughout this whole race and probably next oh. season too. They tell Arizona they can feel the bond when they go to Rapture. Arizona says that there is a common misconception about them that they are cheap. She says it's for the masses and more on comedy, but not cheap. Comedy isn't easy. And she hopes that by next year, her Rapture girls would be brave and people can look forward to someone from Rapture. Didi will come give her a hug and remember what fucking Didi said earlier about Arizona. But hey, that's in a confessional. So does it count? Right. Just like, ah, she says it's important to represent Cabal as it shouldn't be limited to queens from just one or two bars at Nectar Nightclub and at Obar. Right. Um, she had, she had, she knew what she was talking about. What would you say are the DC equivalents of Nectar Nightclub, Obar, and Rapture? Probably pitchers and Kiki at this point. What's Kiki? It's just like a another bar that's opened in the last few years. There's so many. Even even now, like there's more that have opened in the last year. That are like, what about Shakers? 
Shaker, I was gonna say Shakers is they must I don't I don't know who's I don't know whose money is paying for Shakers because they got they got Rue Girls, they got a drag competition hosted by Tatiana, they got I'm like who who pocketbook is open right now? Is is trade up there? Where who are who are top two? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean if you, they're kind of like on in different crowds, you know. Well, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I mean, like trades, trades by far my favorite. Of course, it is. Gay bar. Will you be doing any events at Trade anytime soon? Literally in a month. Padom, <laughs> padom. Like a month from tomorrow. <laughs> All right, we're skipping over Elimination Day because it does not exist. We are heading to the runway, and Mama Pow is here giving us a sleep number with those furry arms. I kind of liked her look this week. Yeah, she she looked good. She seemed like she was on like Valium, but. <laughs> Isn't she always? Well, Our that was panel. Down, yeah. Our panel this week features not Khaled Karen, but Jean Santo stepping in for her. What's the tea? Where is Khaled Karen? I know she. I want to. I just anytime a regular judge is missing like that, I assume that they like had a booking thing yeah. that was just like she's like we, listen, week three, I can't be there. We have Jiggly Caliente, so the... Rajo Laurel, and finally Tessa Prieto, who is wearing the most. I, so these are the up? other four outfits that she brought. Right. So she wore um, the first three in the, in the workroom. And now she's I wish I could have her together. energy. I want to see what her closet looks like. Oh, I'm sure it looks pretty. Are we starting the Tessa Prieto fan club now? Is that what's happening here? I'm down. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do you think she's ever met Betsy Johnson in real life? <laughs> Probably, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I, I would, just, would I really would love so. to see him. And it's crazy. We had Betsy Johnson as a guest judge on Drag Race before, too. Just, yeah, just what, last summer? 20... Is it already that only a year ago? Oh, my God. 2022, yeah. It was, it was All-Star 7. We just did All-Star 8, yeah. Wow. Okay. Category wow. is Who or <laughs> Inventa. In honor of the runway, we are going to play Jolly Holiday or Regifted. Jo- okay. But... We are also going to do our own version of who we think won each holiday. Oh, we don't agree. Because I think we're going to have differing opinions than the judges. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's start with Captivating Cat Cat. I think the red monochromatic suited the look well. I think there were clean textures and elements that made it feel cohesive. I love the headpiece. It was layered well and gave the look extra life. She styled the look well with the blonde hair and the mug. I wish she had some sort of necklace piece, but I have no negativity towards this look at all. It's kind of giving like monochromatic J. Jolie. Yeah. But it's like a little more polished and a little more finished. I don't, I don't mind it at all. I don't mind it. I like the gloves. I like, yeah, she, she did it well. She has teddy bears around her waist. Oh, I just noticed that. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. This literally was a challenge where they said, just glue shit to something. Literally, they said, "Listen, we we just rated the Dollar General, <laughs> and they had five party categories, so that's what we got." John says that a pair has to be split up between the one who wore it better and the runner-up. When both of them are so glamorous, he says he searches for the other components of the walk. He says she went from head to toe commitment to the story, which rose above the fashion. He says this is so glamorous. Okay. Raho says she is an icon and looks up to her. Another season of Raho sucking up to the girls before he makes them cry. Right. He says she paints for her face so flawlessly. He tells her to be careful because the additional items around the waist make her look bigger. 
Tessa says that her makeup is gorgeous and loves the details. She says it should be more is more. <laughs> no okay. shit. You, she's going to say that? Wow. I'll give it a Jolly Holiday. Yeah, no. A Jolly Holiday looks good. I like it. Audience, 57% Jolly Holiday, 43% gifted. Needy Marie, Holiday. There was a lot going on, and I think this is what the judges were looking for, so I guess I'm not heading to the Philippines anytime soon to judge this show, because I clearly don't know. <laughs> I think this was insanely top-heavy. Between the neck piece and the lace, when you finally get to the bottom of the Leo, it's just empty. The lace boots were the only promising style moment. She says it's Betty Davis as the Queen of Hearts and the Moulin Rouge, and I'm like, this just felt like it was supposed to be a pinup moment, and it just didn't succeed in that vein. She was, like, holding the, like, neck thing up. It was, like... I was not into it. Wasn't the worst of the night, so I'll give it a soft jolly holiday. Yeah, no, I don't think it's bad, but I just it definitely. I think, and I think specifically the fact that she had to keep reaching up to grab it was like, I was like, all right, we got it. You made a big thing. Sixty-two percent jolly holiday, thirty-eight percent regifted. Who won the holiday for you, Didi? Um, uh, probably Cat Cat. I agree. I go cat cat. Judges did not agree. <laughs> Next up, Verushka levels. This is incredibly busy. There isn't a clear color story. I think the pastel skirt element is the best part of the dress, but it's the one element that sticks out from the rest as they do not match the bold bodice and the neck piece. I'm just lost. I will cry at my birthday if this showed up. Listen, I don't get it. This was insanely busy, lacked all taste, and yet we know what is going to happen. Make it make sense, please. I don't think I can. Yeah. I don't think I can. What did we not see from this look? What did the judges see? I was confused. I thought this was going to be the worst of the week. Yeah. I I also thought that as well. I was it's just I don't know. It's re-gifted. Yeah, very that, very that. Audience, 65, 35% Jolly Holiday, 65% regifted. Yeah. Arizona Brandy. As the wise Miss Michelle Visage once said, it's shit glued to a corset. <laughs> I think she's at least trying to give a cohesive story with the colors <laughs> and materials. Um, I think the party hat bra is very Madonna and smart as a reference. She says it's Lady Gaga and Chewbacca. I'm sure, I don't sure. know where. The silver boots were a choice. The poodle hair was a choice. I don't think either of these two did well, but at least I understood the design challenge part of it. It was promising. Yeah. It just, I don't, it's definitely not, like if I popped those balloons, it wouldn't be birthday to me. And there's only right. two balloons, so. As opposed to, well, there probably weren't any balloons left in the box, actually. I, I there was probably nothing it. else in the fucking box because Verus was wearing it all. Yeah. Jaylee will try to start a critique, but Arizona tells her that she was inspired by her. Shady. Jiggly <laughs> says that she loves the Barbarella style, but the only thing is she wore it next to Verushka and she had so much and looked like a birthday party with a bigger budget. Right. She tells her she came right after Valentine's Day and she questioned whether she is Valentine's or birthday. Tessa tells her she looks like a Christmas decoration and didn't feel the festivities. Don says with the explosions of the balloons, it could go also to New Year's with trumpet and explosions and everything, and they could not help but compare it to the focus of the birthday look of Verushka. Now, Mama Pow says the look is okay, but next to Verushka, she was grand. And Arizona will say, so it's Verushka's fault. Literally. Right. 
literally of course mama pal wants to know what becomes their love story and arizona says that next week's plot line has been scrapped i'm sorry arizona brandy is the best she is so witty season as it goes she's so good yeah. um it's not a good look girl i love you it's regifted <laughs> it's regifted audience agrees 43 jolly holiday 57 regifted all right scout who won this uh, i still this think i'll give it to arizona i agree it's going to arizona at least i can follow what's going on on arizona's outfit next up tiny deluxe i think the prompt for the design challenge was different from what we were used to usually it's to look good here it is to do the most and represent the holiday if we were using normal drag race criteria tiny would be safe i do not know why they gave this much of this material if they were going to tell her it doesn't look like a fiesta as far as the dress it was well constructed i do think tiny is really the candy muse of the philippines as she does not know how to use proportions to her body the hair is the right size with that skirt. It's too short, girl. Yeah. It needs to be longer as this make is making her look like two snowballs with legs. Um, and we love a little tiny basket homage and a shout out to Olivia Lux. Olivia Lux. We love it. What did you think of Tiny? Um, I I was I I thought it was a nicely put together outfit. Like I didn't have I agree. any complaints about it. I thought there were much uglier outfits on the runway, including some even one that won. Um yeah. <laughs> I and I, it was weird to me that they were like, "Oh, this isn't really like what you, you mentioned." But like, they were like, "Oh, this doesn't really say." I'm like, "Well, why'd you put the fabric in the box?" Literally. Oh no, they, uh, I, you, you took all the brown fabrics we pulled, we put in that box, and said, "Use the things in the box," and you pulled all the ones that actually worked together and made an outfit out of them. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. It's like John sure. says they have sixty to ninety seconds to make an impact, and the other look really did that. He says this is Couture, but the other one was Couture and Fiesta. Jiggly says that she gets the monochromatic, but she has to stick to the theme of the box and doesn't scream Fiesta. Tessa says that she is disappointed because she remembers the cones when she started and was expecting an explosion of Mount Mayan and Fiesta. Tani says she had them, but she didn't wear them as fans weren't cohesive with her look. Bad move. Tessa will question what this is, what is the look and say that anyone can do it. Rajo says he likes the colors and the story and the juxtaposition of the basket with the crackers she brought. He says they had to think more in order to get where she was going is her companion immediately brought in the fiesta. He's not saying what she did was ugly. It just wasn't enough. He's really trying to make sure no one cries after what he did to Evil Queen last season. They, he, had, <laughs> he had conversations. It's a jolly holiday for me. Yeah, I like it. Jolly holiday. Audience? 67% Jolly Holiday, 33% Regifted. Hannah Beshi. This was by far the best looking and best executed and constructed look. It's colorful. It's bright. It's fitting on her body precisely. I love the headpiece and how it plays off the flowers on the shoulder. The fabric is draped perfectly. If you told me she brought this from home, I might have believed you. This was well done and completely robbed. Yeah. I. This was, yeah. This is the one I would have would have picked it was so well done even it even the very Rushi. very especially considering they had one a day, day. it's one a jolly day. holiday yeah jolly holiday. audience Later. y'all are fucking drunk 67 percent jolly holiday 33 percent regifted she you audience people gave her the same score as tiny deluxe <laughs> who won the holiday oh uh hannah hannah Hanabeshi wins. I agree. 
Ovi cunt. Now, I don't think this was trash, but it wasn't fashion. Essentially, it's a lot wrapped, a lot of wrapped fabric with some splatter pattern. I think it was a hard category for her to do with the material she didn't want. So she just did the least and said, look, I styled it. Yeah. I think with the spider web, had she leaned into it more and around the entire garment, there could have been a cohesion and spider lady storyline. For me, this was very safe. Yeah. She just, yeah. She did not push too far. No. Tessa will say it. This is trash. Um, that's the meme of the season so far. She says it's Halloween, but it lacks spookiness. She says when she spoke to her, she had other ideas. And from that time, she is seeing the same thing. OV will say that from the walkthrough, Mama Pal pointed out that with all the fabric was from the fabric wall. So she created another outfit. And what she had in mind is your John Galliano. And that's the vibe she got. OV was not having these people at all. Tessa will say that she's a little disappointed because during their conversation, she said she wanted a sort of edginess, but she doesn't see any edge. Jiggly says she feels differently as she loves her outfit, but the problem is they are looking for straight on Halloween, or at least with Matilda, they got it flat out because of her color scheme. She says if she takes the fucking spork out, it's an editorial shoot. Boosh! <laughs> Raho says that he loves the storyline she presented when she walked down the runway and that thought it was brilliant. He says he understands where she is coming from and tells her that the only thing next time is the integrity of design has to also stand up to the execution because this is a glow up from last season. Eva Queen found dead. Right. I'm going to go soft regifted. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't it's not bad. It's just not incredible. <laughs> uh, audience, forty-eight percent jolly holiday, fifty-two percent regifted. Matilda, if the goal is to get what the holiday is, I see Halloween with the orange and black. There is a strong cohesion from the styling. I love the makeup. That cobweb under eye was brilliant. It's a very simple look, and yet she did make it feel heightened in the way she put it all together. I think the hair was a massive saving grace. The boots are generic but perfect for the Halloween. I'm not sure why she chose the balloon she did. It was unique, I guess. I'm not mad at it. It was good. Yeah. No problems with it. It, uh, yeah. I like the structure of the, like, bodice piece, too. Yeah. The colors. I like Matilda. It's a Jolly Holiday. Got a good eye on her. Yeah. Yeah. Jolly Holiday. Audience, 71% Jolly Holiday, 29% regifted. Who won the holiday? I'd say Matilda. I go Matilda too. And next up, Bernie uh, did not expect this to be so good. I think this fabric she had worked wonders for her petite little body. I wish the trim was in red tinsel, but that's just me now nitpicking. Love the hair. She styled this very well and was lucky with what she had and made it work. I was about to say, I was like, she brought that green wig and it just so happened that it matched her outfit perfectly. And I want to know what outfit she brought that for I know because now she can't wear it. She's like, oh shit. Oh, I wore that nice wig in a design challenge. Raho tells her that she's not supposed to be there in the bottom and says her outfit is beautiful and says it's the one of the few items on stage that is actually really clothing. He says she really gave the joy and spirit of the Christmas season. He says that she gave a fantastic story that banter between Jade was entertaining, smart, and intelligent. Tessa says it looks like the bath they both collaborated to have a hair, and Bernie says it was just a coincidence that they both had that hair. They are right. both Christmas devils. 
Tessa says she's maximalist and all of that has with Christmas with the lights, earrings, and everything. Jiggly says she loves how she was the one that lit it up and Mama Pal will ask where the plug is and she pulls it out of her titties as it runs with batteries. John says more power to her. (laughs) Fucking asshole. Um, This was great. It's a jolly holiday. Yeah, I know. It's real good. Big fan, big fan. Audience 96% jolly holiday, 4% regifted, and Miss Jade so. Well, she relied on the body, and it was very Merry Christmas for her. I love the silhouette. I think the tinsel garland here and the balls are a bit messy, but the tree skirt train with the ornaments was well done. The hair, again, brilliant. This box was clearly the best on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Down. It Just so many good, like, textures and fun things to work with. I'll go Jolly Holiday. Yeah. For sure. 88% 88% Jolly Holiday, 12% regifted. Who won the holiday? This one's close. Yes, this it is. Close, but I think I'm going to say Jade. It's just like Jade. I'm going Bernie. Look at yeah. us disagreeing. You agree with the Only judges, that. so you can go judge Drag Race Philippines. Right. With Based on the pairs, of... the tops are Didi Marie Holiday, Verushka Levels, Hannah Bashi, Matilda, and Miss Jade. So, and the winner of the week is Verushka Levels. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? I literally was like, huh? I'll what? say it later. Maybe it looked better in the studio lights. Or they said, we want drama in the workroom. Right. They're going to send her ass home next week. I am not even kidding. The bottoms are captivating Cat Cat, Arizona Brandy, Tiny Deluxe, Ovi Cunt, and Bernie. It's time to see who's going to party one last time. Mama Palace decided that captivating Cat Cat, Bernie, and Ovi Cunt are safe, leaving Arizona Brandy and Tiny Deluxe with the bottom two. Do you agree? No. Who would you put in the bottom? Probably the winner. Well, besides besides her, the five that were in the bottom. Um. Well, no, I guess of the bottom then. Yeah, no, that's who I'd... I would have put OV over Tiny. I don't understand what they did not like about Tiny's look. Besides the fucking brown. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that that is... I think when they came... I think when it came down to it to them, they were just kind of like, well, OV hit the box theme and tiny didn't so but i i I agree i don't i think it would have been i I, tiny looked fine the song is kitty girl by rupaul oh my god but why i guess we need one ru song per season like it started and i was like can i just skip this we had an entire rusical last season about the OPM divas, all these brilliant Filipino musicians. And we get RuPaul. Pity girl. Pity it girl. was an assassination, but Tiny, it was you who got murdered on the dance floor. Yeah. Arizona Brandy is a wild, crazy kid, and she is a star in the making. There was a lot of shit happening in this lip sync, but it will always be remembered for Arizona literally licking the stage <laughs> indeed have you ever licked the stage have you ever no. witnessed me lick a stage i've witnessed it <gasps> Ew, who? i i i can't remember what i've bar? seen you people like things uh, actually no it's desiree what, what am i thinking it was desiree <laughs> desiree dick one, one day we'll be on dragula right god i hope so god i hope so Tiny does oh. a lot of emoting, but it was just not big enough, shockingly. 
Arizona is a pleasure to watch. The umbrella trick was very cute. I love yeah. that. And then the powder. I don't know what was fucking in her mouth, but she was literally a cat foaming at the mouth. It was camp. It was gross. It was dumb. It was drag. Yeah, it was fun. Um. Also, please note that they made these bitches perform the entire song. The entire song. Not a cut. It was the entire song. Instrumental at the end and all. Sadly, Tidy Deluxe is out and Arizona Brandy's March to Victory continues. The bitch is going to twirl in the back until she hopes Mama Pal will keep her, but it's when Tiny asks to do Mama Pal's makeup that Mama Pal's like, bye, Tiny Deluxe. Uh, no, never going to happen. No. Never going to happen. Poor no. Tiny. You are not in the Peru. No. She wants to conquer the universe, and um, she's going to sing the universe. Sorry to say it, girl. The show's canceled. been canceled. She really thought she was going she to be thought, in the said, universe. Ooh. Oh, that was so uncomfortable. Poor Tiny Deluxe. Yeah. I like her. Yeah, she seemed fun. Did you know that her drag mother, Venus Deluxe, was also eliminated to a RuPaul song? Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if Dee Dee goes out on a RuPaul song too, it's a conspiracy theory. Right, right. A plot. Scout, I'm going to guide us on a journey. We are going to go through the highs and lows of Untucked. Oh boy. Now, a lot of oh people boy. are like, why have a separate Untucked? I was that person for a very long time. But then I watched this specific episode and I said, I needed that 30 minutes of airtime right. to understand this insanity. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay. The tops of the pairs head backstage where they are greeted by a fabulous display of libations and bar chow. And Absolute is clearly sponsoring as there's a little sign lit up that says Absolute Vodka. Good for them. Miss Hong Kong is happy to have one and her Rue badge. Dee Dee will cheers to Varushka for winning, but she's like, oh no, it's for everyone. Bitch, this is why people think you're fake. Right. Take it. Take the compliment. <laughs> Just <sighs> Miss Skinty Jade will call out the girls as she noticed that she is the only one of them showing body and not wearing a corset. Good for you, bitch. Really, that's what you want to call everyone out for right now. Come on. She said, I have I have notes, girls. So what does the winner do? Well, Miss Hong Kong is going to tell her her look looks cheap. I, I can't with her. I she just she can't take anything. Nope. But at least Hana will call Varushka cheap and tell us that she is delusional. And I agree, Hana. She didn't deserve it. You were robbed. Matilda will tell the room that she thinks Miss Jade deserved the win. And of course, Varushka is pressed as she is going to be like, just because she's pretty, but I have handmade flowers and the skirt is cut on the bias. And Jade will interrupt her and be like, my version is the less is more. Varushka is like, I took the risk. Shut it, bitch. But at least they're all on the same page as they do not care for Miss Hong Kong. Well, and she is oblivious to it. She doesn't even know that no one likes her in this room. She just she's just living her best life. Dee Dee will do another cheers. 
not because she's a lush, because her frenemy didn't win over her. Let's stir the pot and spill some tea. Didi says that they have been working together for so many years since 2010, and not a single day passes without Cat Cat mentioning how fat she is. She calls her a fat shamer, but Miss Hong Kong is going to take it up a notch and call Cat Cat a bully. And here comes the bully narrative that will paint the rest of this untucked. Didi says that Cat Cat was bullying her for the longest time because of her weight. Verushka will try to rationalize it and be like, well, maybe it's not understanding as a sister, but Didi says that she still does it after losing 27 kilograms. I don't do math. I don't know how many pounds that is. It is. It's 60 pounds. Good for you, Didi. Right? So, has Didi spoken to Cat Cat one-on-one? Well, we're not going to get that answer or what Jade has to say about Cat Cat as she reminds them all that she's not from here. Ms. Verushka is not from here. She just wants to know the story. Now, Jade will come in and say that on episode one, Cat Cat was bullying her. She went back to the hotel and had flashbacks to the time she was bullied as a child. And I'm like, wait, do I need to go rewatch episode one? Because I do not know what happened. Are we just using the word bully very loosely here? Right, what got cut out? But Jade says that it was mind games, but because she's a cancer, she is so sensitive. Also, please note, as Jade is speaking, Matilda is getting an Eros chocolate, and you can tell that she was instructed to open the box so the candies and the logo were showing as she was pulling out a chocolate. Like, she's literally taking it from behind the box Love top to get this fucking that. candy. Verushka will try to say that someone needs to confront her, and Dee says that she has tried many times. She got tired of it. And while we have more interruptions, the irony is that the show will interrupt the scene with Hannah Beshi and Confessional talking about the interruptions. Very campy. <laughs> now Jade is back in and says that Cat Cat threw a chip at her and then pinched her boobs. So now we're talking about violence. Jade will talk about an experience she had when she was younger. At first, we'll have Verushka try to talk over her, causing Hannah to cue her to shut up. Then Didi will ask her, ask Jade to sit properly. Okay, wait. Let's all talk. Right. She goes on to say that when you've just started doing hormones, your boobs hurt when they start to grow. The bully pinched her, and Cat Cat did the same to her. She says they are supposed to be in a safe space, and it triggered her. Jade will get emotional, and this will fuel two separate fires. First, from Dee Dee, who is trying to allude that perhaps Cat Cat isn't a sister, and the second, from Verushka, who just wants drama and wants them to confront Cat Cat when she comes back. Oh boy. At this time, friends, please remember there's only five in the room, and the other five right. are not there yet. Hannah is going to be our voice during confessional, and whether Verushka was in the right mindset or not, Hannah tells us that she was just aggravating the entire situation. She says she's getting more worked up than Jade actually did. <laughs> Dee Dee will say that she is surprised at how Cat Cat has handled herself when it comes to patients as she didn't have any. She says that Cat Cat was relentless in making people feel inferior. She will prepare the girls and tell them that Cat Cat does not handle defeat easily. 
Shall we see if she's correct? <laughs> Mama Pow will dismiss the losers to the back. All right. Now we got everybody. Tiny is ready to drink. She wants a shot. Bernie will just tell Jade that she should have been in the top five and not in the bottom. Now Cat Cat will lead the cheers brigade as everyone is circled up and having shots. What, what is the problem, you may ask? Not the conversation from earlier. Bernie has noticed that there's only one bar chat left. Listen, I'd be pissed if everyone ate the food. Right. I'll be like, is there like a second round here going on? Right. On. Be like, hey, I'm hungry too. Tiny will talk about her critiques about her garment and then prompt Cat Cat to talk. She will meekly say that her critiques were okay, but in confessional, she tells us that she was quiet because she couldn't accept that Didi beat her. It was a slap in the face and she was so confident she would elbow past Didi, but she got elbowed instead. And then, in a moment that we didn't seem to see, Cat Cat will say it was that they saw Didi's story was hard to pull because she looked poor. What? Right. When we get that sword sound effect, you know shit is about to go down. Mm-hmm. The came out of Didi's eyes. But just like all the others do, Cat Cat's like, I'm just kidding. Clearly not for the right crowd. <laughs> Arizona will tell the group that she is delusional and it was all Verushka's fault. She's kidding, but not like at all. She was completely serious. Right. Both Arizona and Tiny will discuss that they wanted to make their holiday looks different. Meanwhile, remember the Star Blast episode, Ovi Kunt? Her face is saying, it's not her day. Ovi will say that her anxiety is triggered when she's on the main stage. She didn't know that her outfit was falling apart on the main stage. Can I say it? This is trash. (laughs) Ovi will randomly start to cry, saying that her outfit is good enough and it wasn't that terrible. She is so embarrassed in the moment. And as OV is emoting, Cat Cat will try to squash it and say, it wasn't that bad of critiques, and it will be hard to determine who the bottom two are. But OV was humiliated, and she is like, I'm back, all eyes on me, camera over here. Miss Hong Kong will try to interject, and I don't know if the convulsions were authentic or a way to get her to stop, but OV is now going to start to have a panic attack and hyperventilate. It's time for a breakdown. She's going to walk out of the room and tell us that she is humiliated. And in this situation, she has hit rock bottom. Remember that we had a conversation about violence and abuse allegations earlier. We still <laughs> haven't brought those back up yet. Nope. Nothing. Now we're behind the scenes where OV is sitting on a staircase and you have production crew and staff tending to her. It's always the ladies who know how to make us gays feel better. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Just years of practice. Years of practice. Jade will tell us in confessional that she has never seen OV break down in that way. She wants to help her, but she thinks she needs some space. She will tell us that OV is an Aquarius and needs space. Now, as a fellow Aquarian, that is false. When I break down, give me five minutes. And if you're not by my side comforting me, you are a terrible friend. Kidding, (laughs) but not. Right. It's been warned. All right. Verushka, she's going to tell us in confessional that she is a bitch because she will question with no one else around if OV was pulling a stunt. I knew it. She she is a fucking cunt. Right. Have we had an antagonist like Verushka on Drag Race in recent memory? Not 
Pat like she Strong. the closest I'm gonna say is like Fifi O'Hara. Yeah, and it's been a minute. When Verushka admits that she didn't want Ovi to steal her spotlight because she just won, I now know why Hannah didn't win. This is the drama we wanted in Untucked. Yeah. yeah. This was all a fucking setup. Let's go. Verushka had no business winning, but they knew she was going to be the cause of the drama. Oof. And we're going to do it. She's going to try to reclaim the attention by telling Cat Cat in the middle of this OV walkout that there was an issue earlier with Jade, who accused her of bullying her and being physical. Let's break this down. First, Cat oh Cat smiled when she heard Verushka tell her. Second, bitch, it's not your story to tell. As Matilda will say, why bring it up if Jade wasn't ready to talk about it? Right. So now that it's out there, Again, rather than let Jade take the lead here, Verushka is going to summarize what Jade said. Cat Cat is going to be very startled by the accusation, saying she doesn't pinch people. Jade will send herself and explain that she did pinch her boobs, and Cat Cat is like, why would I do that? And again, fucking Miss Hong Kong will stand up, take a chocolate, and walk to the back and let the chat happen. And I want to remind you all, in order for Verushka to do this, she has to stand up in front of Jade and Cat Cat as she was literally in the middle. Cast her on the house right. of villains. Right. She is a fucking monster. A menace. Jade will continue that they may have been laughing in the moment, but she got flashbacks that night at the hotel as it is exactly what ha- happened to her. Cat Cat will try to say something and Jade is like, wait, it's getting deep. Jade will try to understand why she had the breakdown and why Cat Cat bullied her and what she did wrong. As this is happening, Cat Cat is not even looking at Jade. She is quite enraged if we are reading the body language. And again, read the room, but Dee Dee is literally comforting Jade as she's telling this story. If there was an alliance brewing before this war, the lines are officially being drawn. Right. Cat Cat is going to cut her off and tell her that she's being too sensitive and says she even asked for consent, which is not in line with what she just said that she didn't pinch her. Right. She will tell Jade to stop lying and making up stories about her. Dee Dee tells us that the mad Cat Cat that she's come to know has arrived and yells at Jade all while she is sipping her absolute vodka. Dee Dee, you bitch. Cat Cat is going to start getting irate asking what would be her purpose to pinch her boobs as it's not in her nature. Now, Bernie, sweet Bernie, will tell us that in the years she's known Cat Cat, she's not known her to pinch, throw punches and shove people? Sure. (laughs) She's ready to fight, just not pinch. The wrath of Cat Cat is out, and she is not here for the lies as she thinks others have been verbally abusive. Oh, my gosh. Oh, remember? Old V is still not in the room! (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> now cat cat will get furious oh, and one boy. last time ask jade if she asked for consent points a finger at her and says yes or no jade says nothing causing cat cat to storm off and say you're a liar bitch right cat cat is going to circle all around while miss arizona brandy is going to pour more booze because you got a drink in order to enjoy dinner theater 
You might as well. Cat Cat is pacing. She is pacing, yelling. Jade will say that she did not ask for consent, and Cat Cat is still enraged, saying that she is trans and knows it's not okay to just touch boobs. So that's why she asked. Jade tells us that Cat Cat is being the louder voice just to invalidate her feelings in the process and not listen to what she had said. And what does Jade want to happen? She wants them to roll the CCTV. Oh my goodness. And that is happening. OV finally does come back. DD is pushing Jade to stand her ground. She starts talking more about the flashbacks, and Cat Cat is like, You're still on that topic. Is there a therapist in the house? Someone has to mediate for this group of queens. Queen Care. Can we get Queen Care? And then Jade says something that really sent me soaring. You're a Lady Gaga fan and you don't get it. Insane. I wish the judges got to watch this with their own boxes of popcorn because this was wild. Right. Jade asks Cat Cat why she's hysterical. And she's like, because you keep saying things that aren't true. And Cat Cat says that she's an honest person and people know how frank she is. Um, okay, I want the rest of the room to sign off on that statement, please. Right. <laughs> Cat Cat will throw a massive dagger into the wound by saying that she doesn't need to lie to make herself look good and tells Jade not to lump her into the likes of her. Now we're getting mental and emotional warfare here. Right. Tiny will try so hard to be level-headed with Jade and say that perhaps she should have addressed it when it happened, but Cat Cat is back and is like, exactly! Okay, Cat Cat, you're not helping here. Right. Jade says in the moment, it was fun and games, but it changed when she got to thinking. It caused her intense breakdown, and then it causes another one now. And Cat Cat will laugh. <laughs> Remember, this would have not gone down this way if Miss Hong Kong didn't get a win and stir the pot. Mama Pow, this is actually on you now. All your fault. Tiny will try to be there for Cat Cat and says it's okay. She understands how Jade is feeling, but to call her out when the five of them were together, she says she's mad about it. Didi is going to be a very unreliable narrator when she says it wasn't an argument, but Cat Cat yelling at Jade. Tiny again will say that what Jade is pointing out is that it was a trigger and Kaka is like, no, she was blaming me. It's really starting to go off the rails when Jade, through her tears, tells Cat Cat that she said in confessional she was happy to have met a trans sister. And that's when Cat Cat is like, done. I'm done. We're done. The other girls are now trying going to try to reduce the heat in the room, but Cat Cat is not having it. She was accused of something damaging in a room with others, and she does not want to have to adjust how they act to fit Jade's feelings. Jade will talk, take Tiny out for a breather. She is sobbing uncontrollably. Tiny doesn't want to take sides and thinks they both have valid points. She thinks that between the girls, they throw shade at each other and says maybe Cat Cat was complacent. Dee Dee will now head to Jade to be mostly the mothering drag queen she is, but she will give her a pep talk, which is really just stoking the fires again, saying that they know what she's doing. Oh, boy. She tells her that she will meet people who look like her sister, but aren't her sister. And then says that she is just threatened by her because Jade is the closest to what Cat Cat can never be. If that lady heard her say that, I think Dee Dee would not have eyeballs left. Right. Jade thinks that people like Cat Cat should be more sensitive, more self-aware, and more self-conscious because traumas are valid and should not be invalidated. Now, with Jade and Dee Dee out of the room, Arizona will say that she is shocked this happened as they sit next to her at their stations. Cat Cat says she likes Jade and thinks of her as a sister. 
Now, Bernie, as the trans sister in the middle, thinks it's just a misunderstanding between them. She says maybe Jade took the wrong approach with what Cat Cat did. Cat Cat tells the room that she had her uh, told her in the spot she would have apologized, but doesn't understand why it came out of nowhere and what happened in front of her. Can I get a check on Varushka, please? Oh, yeah. We are going to get the camera cutting to her eating bar chow. The shady motherfucker. Right. And again, Cat Cat is like, it's not fair to make her look bad when she's not in the room to defend herself. And again, all cameras on Varushka. Cat Cat in confessional will say that she was triggered as this happens where she gets misjudged, misunderstood, and misrepresented. She says, if you haven't met her yet and have this image that she is a terrible attitude, it's not fair to judge. Of course, Farushka will step in and say that she is trying to see both sides of the coin, and that's why she asked her about it. Right. Oh, really? That's why you tar... Okay, girl, come on. She will then say she is hoping it will open up minds about boundaries and hopes that Jade will fix her trigger. The bitch will continue to rattle off that it is because of her small trauma that she experienced. When Varushka says that it was the right thing for her to do to open up the conversation so Kat Kat explained herself, I knew this bitch was here for the cameras and nothing else. <laughs> We're going to check in on Jade. Never mind. It's just Dee Dee spewing Kat Kat propaganda telling Jade that Kat Kat made her backup dancer even though she can be as just as good as her and does that to people she's insecure about. Jade will say that she's feeling uplifted after talking to Dee Dee as it was mature mind she needed to hear at that time. She says if Kat Kat doesn't apologize, it's on her. Well, now that's over. Let's have Varushka enter a new scene as she tells Arizona that she doesn't want her to go home. She will lock arms with her as she wants the twink. Arizona doesn't give a shit about anything aside staying there. She will fight for her place. Right. Arizona promises the girl she will give them a good show. Tiny thinks she'll be lip syncing and believes she'll be the lip sync of the season. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. We'll watch the lip sync one last time as Tiny is, in fact, eliminated. She will pack up, take her moment, and ham it up for the camera. She gets her letter, including Arizona leaving her a chocolate cake recipe. Iconic. I think that's the best, like, letter to a fallen comrade we've ever had. And, of course, we will have her sign Cat Cat Standy, but she is going to take a second to give the Cat Cat Standy a black tooth. Tiny questioned herself before getting on Drag Race, but now she's a real girl. There are no more doubts. And that, my friends, is why we watch Untucked. <laughs> now, this was one of the best Untucked ever because it was pure, unadulterated drama, drama that was caused by one single human. Most people in this situation can handle it by like adults, but the way that Varushka happened... Give her a producer like, credit. Right. Give her a fucking producer credit. It's on. It, it was insane. That's so funny. Like I will go back and watch this because I know there's things I missed, and I will go back and watch it just to watch the others react to it. Have yeah. you ever been in a room where this much tension and drama has started? I don't think so. Neither have I. Um, this was a lot. lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Um. I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Hit me. What is Tiny's legacy? Um, a teeny tiny little basket handbag. <laughs> yeah. She, she needed another season or two. Yeah. She wasn't ready. Yeah. But her confidence was great. 
Who won the episode? Who had the best week? Uh, probably Arizona. Sure, I'm going to give it to Verushka simply because we wouldn't have had this. They gave Verushka an episode before they they watch their girls center home in the next couple of weeks. Now, I wouldn't be shocked if all the girls would come together and be like, "This is the bitch who made this happen," and they vote to her out or something. <laughs> um. We don't have her out of the house yesterday, actually. Yeah, if I were a producer on the show, like I'm watching this, I'm not sending Verushka home anytime soon. There's only one way you're sending home, though. It was a vote of nine to zero. She's out. We got a nine person snatch game. Who the fuck? Who's going to succeed? Who's going to do poorly? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can, uh, like, listen. If we're giving victories to people who are just going to cause drama, I want Cat Cat to beat. I want Cat Cat to beat Didi. Yeah, that's the drama I need. Yeah. This back and forth yeah. is brilliant. Um, I will say this whole Jade Cat Cat situation. Um, there's a lot of accusations. The word bully is not a great term. Yeah, but I don't know the truth. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the truth. I don't know what really happened. Um. So I hope it gets resolved because again, you, you like what I said in the preview podcast is I wanted to see the two of them and Bernie talk about the trans experience because they come at it from two very different generations. Very different, yeah. And I almost wonder if that's what the tension was in this moment. Yeah, it very well could have been. Because I'm not condoning what Cat Cat allegedly did or did not do, but I feel like that's an older generation thing to do. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. We'll find out. After three episodes, the winner of the season is. Uh probably I'll give it to Arizona. She's I'm gonna keep it. on Team Arizona. I know she fucked up poorly, but she makes Mama Pal laugh. She is very witty and she's she's fun TV. I yeah. think she's gonna go all the way. Yeah. All right, Scouty, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? At Scout Sonner everywhere, and if you're in DC next month, come out for the Kylie album release party of trade, September twenty second. You know what song you're performing? I think I'm gonna do Padama. I think I'm gonna. You have get, to if you're hosting. I'm gonna yeah. get a bunch of a bunch of red fabric and have fun. Are you gonna get backup dancers? Okay, we, we, I might, I might, we, we might, we might dabble with it. Listen, if I can do that choreography, you can get anyone to do it. Yeah, I just well, mostly I want if I'm gonna do backup dancers, I want them to learn the choreo so I can just stand there. Like Kylie and does. Do the, and do the pure Kylie experience where I just wiggle my hips back and forth at a nice slow her. pace. And then Good I sit her. down in a chair and then I lay down on a bed. It's so easy. All right. It's how this was fun. Thanks yeah, for being thanks here. Thanks for having me.